Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Everybody, welcome back to Positively Wrestling. I am Tim Kennard, and joining me, as always, the heel to my baby face, the brain to my gorilla, the drop toe hold to my explosive drop kick, Stephen Davidson. What's up? I think I'm, I think I'm the TNT to your TBS. Okay, okay. I have a million more viewers. That's cool. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> I'm tired. Tired. I'm tired, Tim. It's been a day, but Worn I'm out. still going. Yeah, I've got to get up at six in the morning again, though, so it's not over. But I'm I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. All Let's right. It. Let's get into it. Uh, we got uh, seemingly our, our rundown list looks small, but we do have plenty to talk about. Yeah. Uh, this week, a lot of stuff going on, but we of course have to kick things off with our three count segment. And I laid down the gauntlet last week. Your three favorite catchphrases in wrestling history. So I just figured this would be a fun one. Something, as you said, you just don't think about. There's lots that you like, but ranking which ones you like more. That's that's something new. So I'll let you kick things off. Did you did you have fun with this one though? Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my number three. Ah, my number three is yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Daniel Bryan getting the simplest word in the English dictionary over as a catchphrase. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How is that even possible? But, I know. Uh, but amazing all the same. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was showing up everywhere. It was yeah. in professional ball games. Mm-hmm. It just it was it was not limited to WWE. It got over with society. Yes, I mean they called it a little. It was the Yes Movement, which was yeah. pretty amazing. I mean, even I think it was uh, Lawler that coined the phrase Yeslemania mm-hmm. for uh, WrestleMania 32, mm-hmm. um, which was pretty amazing. Uh, the WrestleMania to, 30. I'm oh, sorry, WrestleMania 30. Yeah, yeah. Um, much like Hogan, I you know messed something up in my speech. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he, did, he didn't know when it was, where it was, where he didn't it know was. when it was. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, that's a great choice. Number three, Daniel Bryan. Yes. And, and, and then he turned it around and did the same thing for no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a yes no battle with a dude on the street in Charlotte, North Carolina. We were <laughs> I was there for either a pay-per-view or a raw and uh I was walking down the street from my hotel to meet the friends that I was there with at a at a restaurant and I was wearing my no 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 shirt. It was during his heel his heel run and uh this this guy was walking up the other way and he started chanting yes, yes and I just went no, no. Like we were screaming at him. We were having fun with it. We weren't mad, but yeah, it was it was fun. So Daniel Bryan, man, he can do anything. Awesome. It's so great. Like uh and, and we'll be getting hopefully back to this kind of atmosphere soon as uh they're getting ready to really return to crowds with wrestling now. But when you that's that's part of the experience when you have it with the crowd. 
Mm-hmm. And everybody else there, they're a fan for the most part. Yeah. Uh, like I say, we have stories of some, <laughs> yeah, not so uh, good fans. But uh, when you're there with uh, really good fans and you can have interactions like that, it just makes it that much more special. It does. Um, but that's a that's a great choice at number three. I love it. Uh, my only response to that is my number three, and that's damn. <laughs> <laughs> I love ron simmons farouk and again one word catchphrases that get over Mm -hmm. there you go yeah and i love how they'll bring him back here and there just to say one word in reaction to something ridiculous yep it's fun and again i'd love it just damn (laughs) one of the rare catchphrases that people don't chant along with right um and they know it's coming, <laughs> but they, they kind of, they want to hear him say it mm-hmm. because he just says it so, so wonderfully. And so, yeah, most catchphrases are almost designed for the sing along at home uh, component. And that, that wasn't one of them, but yeah, it worked and it got over and he's still doing it today. Yep. Love yep. it. <laughs> yep. So my number two is similar to my number three in content, but not in delivery. It's not quite yes, but it is, oh, yeah. <laughs> the macho man. I still say it. I still say it. And we had graduation at uh, the, the university where I teach a couple weekends ago. And to this day, that pomp and circumstance hits. And we're doing our processional. I totally want to break out into a Macho Man Randy Savage in person. Like, I want to be calling to the crowd and pointing my finger and spinning circles. It takes everything in my power not to do that while saying, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we have gathered here today for you to graduate. Oh, yeah. It's not I a love wedding. It. <laughs> I said for you to wedding. graduate. <laughs> I know. We have gathered here today. It's a wedding. I think I've never been married. Probably. Been married. <laughs> well, is it a one-person graduation, or is there a <laughs> gathering of people? <laughs> uh, well, it depends how they do in my class. Well, okay, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. But no, fantastic. I mean, Macho Man, so iconic. The voice. Every I think every wrestling fan who got to see Macho Man and had that era has. A macho man impression mm-hmm. you can't say oh yeah without oh yeah really put it on there i had a dueling macho man impression <laughs> interaction <laughs> with a guy at a comic convention i was in the bathroom and i was walking out and he was decked out he was <laughs> decked out in macho man cosplay and we just did our macho mans back and forth no 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 he wasn't looking at me and i wasn't looking at him saying oh yeah <laughs> I know what you're thinking, Tim. <laughs> hey, you started off with, I had an interaction with a fan in a bathroom. <laughs> that's that's not on me, brother. <laughs> I wasn't in my Stephanie McMahon cosplay. <laughs> oh, that's an excellent number two. And I mean, it almost, it almost made my list. Okay. But it didn't, but you just made the list. Ah, <laughs> Jericho. No. No, <laughs> uh, I loved uh, this point with Jericho when he again reinvents himself so many times, gets stuff over that you never think possible. Um, and this was one of those. And I'm, when he was talking on the Broken Skull sessions about this, I thought I was completely captivated about his approach 
uh, with this part of the character and that particular phrase and how it got over. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to see if I can get a pen click over. And he did. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can get the word it mm-hmm. over. And he did. Yeah. Um, but the list gimmick was so great. And I just loved the crowd would just, <gasps> they would, they build the swell for it. I loved it. I, I loved him. M- getting putting people on the list the list of jericho and they sold it every time yes as yes. the worst thing that could have happened like, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> it was great i loved how they just went along with it that helped make it even better uh yeah yeah that was that was a fun time it yes. was yes yeah uh all right my number one all right i need your help can you help me with this tim uh we'll try okay um i want you to do the show intro like you do at the beginning of every show Okay. Okay. Just, just hit it. Uh, hey, everybody! Welcome to Positively Wrestling. I am, of course, Tim Kennard. It your- doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> and I knew it was coming as soon as you had me start. I knew exactly where you were going with this. Um, Who hasn't wanted to do that to a million people throughout their lives? Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I meet someone every day that I want to do that to probably people that I've known for a while. (laughs) Um, And that's what makes it my favorite. Like that's wish fulfillment. (laughs) Living through the rock when he does that to someone, man, would that not feel good in the right circumstances? Oh yes. Uh, If you remember, I don't know if you remember this, when we were, I guess, it was just after high school, I wanted to get those personalized plates. Do you remember this? I remember you talking about personalized plates. I don't remember exactly the details of it, though. And I'll probably screw this up, but I wanted my plates to be I-D-M-W-T-P-S. Just so people would look at it and be like, what does that it doesn't matter what this plate says <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i never went through with it but i really wanted to do that uh that's a great choice of number one the rock iconic mr charisma yeah when you first made this challenge my thinking i, my, I immediately thought okay which three rock catchphrases are we <laughs> <laughs> because, See, i'm I mean, actually yeah. i'm actually surprised I am no, actually no surprised. rock on you on your list. No, no, oh. no rock on my list. Uh, okay. I'm actually surprised that not on your list and not your number one is the best there is, the best mm-hmm. there was, and the best there ever will be. Um, it, it, I mean, it worked for Brett. It just wasn't something catchy that like you would repeat back or that you would, yeah. Okay. So for me, it just it didn't have the fun that the others had for me. Ah. Yeah, I see. Oh, no, no, I, I, it's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but a great choice at number one uh, with The Rock. Again, Rock, not on my list, although I could have put him on there easily. Yeah. Um, you're right. When I first thought about it, I was like, okay, well, there's uh, you smell what The Rock is cooking. There's a dozen mm-hmm. there's, yeah. there's Jabroni, Smackdown. Yeah. So many to go with. But for me, it had to be Austin. And mm-hmm. that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Yeah. Because of that, again, it, it kind of lends itself because that's my favorite period in wrestling uh, mm-hmm. was the because that's when I really got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Austin was my guy and that program and that I just love that. And again, I, I thought about because it also with rock, even with rocking with Austin, I was like, okay, there could be what there could be. Uh, Austin <laughs> what might be my least favorite? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that you know, there's so many. Uh, 
that he got over throughout the years. But that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so is just the most resonating one for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love it. Uh, Anytime the phrase bottom line is in anything, it almost like the, oh, yeah, it makes me launch into And that's the bottom line. Yep. (laughs) Because Stone Cold said so. Yep. Um, Yep. Fitting choice. Yeah, but hey, this was a fun one. This was a, this was a great little challenge. It was yeah, something it was, different. It was fun segueing into each one. <laughs> yes, yes. Organically, yeah. by the way, none right. of that was planned. No, um, no, yeah. But uh, that that's awesome. But it is time for you, sir, to lay down a new challenge for me. What you got? All right, I've got a good one for you. Ooh. I guarantee you've never thought of this. You okay. ready? Okay. All right. I want, I might have to explain it. I want your top three gateway matches. In other words, if you had a friend or a family member or whoever, a pet, doesn't matter. What match would you show them? What match would you show them to get them to understand why you love wrestling? Your Ah. three three matches, not one, three matches. Well, true. If I could pick three matches to show somebody... To, to make them understand. This is actually very fitting because I actually did this recently. Oh, uh, perfect. Uh, a couple of months ago uh, with a friend of the show, a friend of mine, Brett. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's a big uh, MMA guy. He loves mm-hmm. like UFC and that stuff. And uh, when we would talk, you know, he would talk mostly MMA and I'm kind of a, a glancing passerby knowledge of keeping up with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really that into it. Casual casual viewer and then you know he he knows of the wrestlers but he's not really up on storylines doesn't really watch shows but he would always listen to me talk about it Mm -hmm. and and we did we both kind of did this for each other i was like you know pick out a few ufc fights that really Mm -hmm. make you appreciate and like that you would show somebody and i'll pick out a few matches for you to watch uh on wrestling uh, so we recently did this. So this, okay. I have kind of something in the back of my head already, but I'm going to put a little more deep thought into it, of course, for our list. Yeah. Because um, I went with mostly more recent stuff for okay. him, but mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily be all recent if I, if we do it for, you know, as we're doing it for the show. Yeah. And I'm thinking like someone who just doesn't get it at all. They're like, why do you watch that? Yeah. Just, just an average uh, explaining to someone who really has no knowledge of the business. No knowledge, no interest anything so. make me understand it yeah all right i love this challenge i really right. really do um that is a very very good one so uh tune in for that of course next week and uh hey you know tweet us uh send us a message on facebook let us know what your three favorite catchphrases were and uh what matches you would show to somebody to explain to them or show to them why you love wrestling and, and you know what it's all about but let's get into the show proper here. Uh, lots of news to to go over first. And, I mean, we have to start, unfortunately, on a little bit of a sad note. Um, uh, the wrestling world, we, we lost New Jack uh, this past, uh, over the weekend. I believe it was uh, early Friday or late Thursday of last week. And um, a legend. I mean, controversy aside... Uh, he has such, he left such a mark on the business and granted in a very specific part of the business in the hardcore side. But, um, yeah, this was just, this one hit me a little harder than I thought it was going to, honestly, as far as, uh, emotionally. Mm -hmm. And, um, I have to call out a, a phenomenal little, little spot they did on talking smack, of course, with, uh, Paul Heyman, 
um, giving his thoughts on it. Uh, and I, I started, I'll be honest. I started tearing up listening yeah. to Paul talk about it. And, uh, and we were, you know, tweeting back and forth about it. Cause you, you let me know uh, about it initially. Cause I hadn't seen the news yet. And we're texting or tweeting. Like, well, texting, excuse me. Yes. Um, but, um, but yeah, this, I, I mean, yeah, you have the mass transit incident, you have all this stuff, but if you have seen, and I do recommend that you go out of your way to try and find it, the, um, dark side of the ring confidential on new Jack, definitely check that out. Uh, it opened my eyes to certain things. I didn't realize like how, when he was in, um, I don't know, was it, um, Smoky Championship Wrestling. I, I can't remember one of the, the smaller Southern promotions where he mm-hmm. kind of started mm-hmm. and how they were telling him, no, no, lean into it. Lean into the whole uh, kind of racism angle. And, and oh, yeah. Because you know, these are these are Southern <laughs> folk. You want to be the big, you know, scary guy that they're all afraid of and right. know, prey on their um, kind of. Basically saying a lot of these people are racist. Yes, essentially. Yes. Play it up. Play it up. Yeah. Um, and um, not that I think all people from the South are racist. This is just what they were going over in the documentary. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they were saying. That's what they were saying. Uh, we're the but, messengers. Yeah, but how – and even Paul Heyman kind of alluded to it is like, you know, he – New Jack was – I mean, there was that was a lot of him. That was just a lot of who he was turned up to volume 9 or 10. Like they say with most characters in wrestling, those are the best ones that get over is the ones that are kind of that person just with the volume way turned up. Yeah, and that seemed to be New Jack through and through. So uh, saddened to hear of his passing. Uh, rest in peace. Thoughts go out, you know, obviously to his family and friends and the whole wrestling community. Yeah, and like you said, he he was a very niche performer. Um, his style wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but there's no question that he gave to the business. Yes, um, physically he gave as much as anybody did. Um, so, yeah, he definitely has his place, and he, he made his contributions, and any loss of someone like that is a sad loss. Yes, agreed. Um, yeah, yeah, just, again, starting on a bad note, uh, when we first started the show, it seemed like every week we had one of these to repeat. It was this. like for five or six straight weeks. It was just insane. Yeah. So, luckily, it's been a little while. But again, a loss is a loss, and yeah. we are saddened by that. Yeah. Um, Got to talk about uh, more releases happened in WWE as of yesterday uh, being announced. And we had heard when the initial releases after WrestleMania had gone out that there were more still to come, mostly from the NXT branch, but we no timetable or anything like that was given. Well... It happened. It finally, that hammer dropped. And again, some of them, people you probably don't know, haven't heard of because they haven't really been on TV or anything like that. But some of the big notable ones, um, Jessamine Duke uh, was let go. But recently she had been working as kind of a content designer for their internet branch and their social media. And they've even said that the door is still open for her to come back. No problem. Um, sometime in the future. Uh, and then of course, and, uh, and with her, I mean, they had both groups of the four horsewomen under their umbrella and yes. they could have done that match and they never did. And that just seems like such a waste. 
Yes. And now, of course, it looks like, I mean, we may never, ever get that. I, I'm thinking we won't. Yeah. Um, but there's no good reason for it. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, if we were to get it, it would have to be somewhere like at least two years down the line, you would think, given, um, you know, Rousey's pregnancy and yeah. and everything else going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. They could have done it. They could have done it already. They they and missed they, an opportunity. They yep. should have pulled the trigger on that. I agree. Yep. Um, that's something I really wanted to happen, and now again, likely that we will never see it. It's. I mean, it's a marketer's dream. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. my Lord. Between and just the fact of uh, the casual MMA fans. Yep. That you would draw in for this. Yeah. So yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Missed opportunity. Um, and then, of course, and we'll talk about it a little bit with with when we talk about the NXT show. Someone who was just on the show uh, this week, Alexander Wolf. Yeah, getting a little, little surprised by that one. Yeah, that one was kind of like okay. I don't. That was just weird. Um, In part of Imperium, and yeah, yeah. I'm not sure the, of the reasoning behind that one. I mean, he never I, he never resonated with me in any way. But they were using him, and he was part of a major group, and so yeah, I don't. I really thought they understand. were building something kind of interesting with the whole with Killian Dane, and you know the fact mm-hmm. that it was insanity, and um, and going somewhere with that. But though, boom, loses Imperium, kicks him out, and now he's gone. Yeah, but um, yeah, but then uh, also as far as surprising goes, uh, Vanessa Bourne was probably the most notable other name uh, mm-hmm. as far as someone that they thought had a lot of potential and we thought was going somewhere and then just never saw. In fact, I think they, they said she'd been moved to the main roster, but we just never saw her. Yeah. She never debuted. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. But then two that I guess don't come as much of a surprise. Uh, one is Drake Wirtz. Yeah. Um, Former head referee, but man, he, uh, he shot himself in the foot. Yeah. Lots of controversy. We're not going to get really into all that. Uh, go and read about it if you want. Um, but I kind of expected this to happen a lot sooner, but it didn't. Yeah. Um, but it has, it did finally happen. And the other one, which the news just broke a couple Min- hours ago. Mi- yeah. Before we for, for me, it was minutes before we started recording yeah. that I saw it. Uh, Velveteen Dream. Uh, yeah. being released as well. Again, one that we kind of figured was going to happen mm-hmm. a lot sooner because of, again, the controversy that happened uh, late last year uh, yeah. with uh, like the, the Me Too movement and, and accusations. And kind of accusations. And, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but they held on to him. Last time he was seen, I think it was December. He, uh, Adam Cole, match with Adam Cole, I think was it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he recently he, got he, released. As I, well. I never really... I thought he had potential, but his Velveteen Dream character never worked for me. Yeah, I mean, I liked, I mean, the charisma. I liked, the, you know, the potential because yeah. there's lots. It, he had a very, he very much reminded me charisma wise of like a Randy Savage. Mm-hmm. Just that, just oozing the charisma. And I mean, his in ring wasn't bad, but it wasn't top it wasn't tier. Special. It yeah. just much like I've been saying about Alistair Black before he's been getting this revamp. I, I didn't know what he was. I didn't right. understand what was motivating him or what his goals were or who he was. Like, was he a face or a heel or why he did the things he did? None of it made sense to me. There was no logic behind any of it or reason behind any of it, just like Alistair Black. And so neither of them resonated with me. And that that's why. And so eh, good luck in the future, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. I hadn't, uh, I honestly hadn't missed him. 
I hadn't even thought about him probably since he'd been on TV. Yeah. I mean, at least they, at least he wasn't showing up every week and, Mm -hmm. you know, but obviously WWE airing on the side of caution Mm -hmm. uh, as far as not using him in storyline or on TV uh, given the controversy, but uh, yeah. And uh, and there were a couple other releases. Again, I can't remember all the names, but again, we, of course, now my only, I guess I will, I will point this out once again. Um, I wish the transparency was a little better by WWE with these things. Uh, I mean, obviously like words like Velveteen dream, we kind of know why they're being released. It's not really because of budget cuts. Like they say, <laughs> uh, that's, I think, mostly due to the controversy. Um, yeah. Now, they have not officially announced any of these releases. WWE. They haven't? Mm-mm. Oh, I thought these were all officially announced. Uh, they, they're, they've happened, but they haven't been officially announced. Like, they haven't gotten the tweet oh, that said, we've, we've parted. I we've, gotcha. They yeah. haven't, okay, they haven't listed. Like, Publicly a- officially announced them, yeah. But uh, as the report, I think, that Fightful had was that they're, they are citing budget cuts mm. as to these releases. And I, I just I, I hate when they use that that BS line because it is a bunch of BS uh, uh, as far as you have to cut people because of budget. No, you don't. You just posted record profits last year. Uh, it's, it's, it's not because of budget. Just be honest and be like, we have too many people on our roster. We have no way to use these people. Yeah. And, you know, we're letting them go because so they can find something else, you know, to do it because we just don't have room for them here. Just yeah. say that. Yeah. Just say that. Don't hide behind when we can see your publicly declared because you are a publicly traded company. You can go and see your financials. You can see the records posted that you have made more money last year through your TV deals than you have ever before in profit. And, and then tell us it's because of budget cuts. Yeah. I just don't like that. Yeah. But, Wish all the best to most of the people that were released. <laughs> Again, not going to get into personal feelings, but you can pretty much see where that's going. Yeah. Um, but uh, hope <laughs> hope you land on your feet. One or two of you can suck it. Yeah, basically. One or two yeah, of you, yeah. you can suck it. By uh, the way, that didn't make our list. No, it did not. <laughs> I, kinda, I thought I thought it might. That yeah. yeah, that was yeah, that was another that's a good one, but yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, so but well wishes to everybody else on on, on landing on your feet and, and and furthering your love and passion for the business. Hope you catch on somewhere else and just hold your head up high and you know work work to get back or yeah, which or, has or happened else. plenty of times. So yeah, um, it can happen. Yeah, I'm gonna let that lead into the next thing I want to talk about story wise, and that is big AEW news. Um, they are switching channels from TNT to TBS. Uh, that was announced, uh, which, again, it, how you feel about that is different. TBS is available in more than a million more households than TNT is across the country. So potential for better ratings. I don't know that, you know, it doesn't equal a, a million more viewers, obviously, because not all million of those households are wrestling right. uh, fans, but may help them in the, the ratings a little bit. Um, and then also... They have a new show uh, starting a third hour of wrestling that'll be on Friday nights. It'll be after SmackDown goes off the air. So it'll start at 10 o'clock. And uh, I'm assuming this will be initially on TNT and then move to TBS or they may start this one on TBS. I'm not quite it, sure. It's, but... No, it's starting in August on TNT and then it will move to TBS okay. in January. And it's called Rampage. Um, 
and I think this is great. I, for the people that, you know, are on there, it's like, oh, they're not, they're not successful. They're not doing good. They're just, they're about to flame out. Well, apparently not. Um, you know, it looks Tony Khan like- said that they asked him for a third hour of dynamite, but yeah. he didn't want to do that. He'd yeah. rather do another hour on a different night. And so, and they played it cool and avoided SmackDown. So it yep. starts after SmackDown every week. And he even, and I, I actually like, I want to say when he was talking about it, he said, uh, you know, we, we just wanted to add more excitement to an already great night of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so very smart. You start right afterwards. So people watch SmackDown and boom, just flip right over and catch on what's on AEW. I love mm-hmm. it. I think this is great. <laughs> what's going to happen with the TNT title? Mm-hmm. Well, well, okay. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. You kind of protect yourself on that because the show is AEW Dynamite. Yes. And another word for dynamite is TNT. TNT, right. So That's true. So they kind of I don't know, I'm assuming it, it has the purpose. double meaning. It, it has, has the double, double meaning. meaning so right. you can kind of skirt around that, I think. <laughs> TBS definitely does not have a cool double meaning. <laughs> I, I don't want to be the TBS champion. That just doesn't sound right. It doesn't no. sound good. Um <laughs> I don't think Miro I, would be happy about that. I think one of us actually has been, Tim. I'm not we, sure. I think I was the TBS champion. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. Uh, but Remember yeah, when but, everything used to start on TBS at five after the hour? Yes. Well, I mean, you go back to some of those classic Dusty Rhodes promos mm-hmm. from back in his like 605, baby. Yeah. TBS. Uh, you know, and it's like, yeah, it was so odd that it started five minutes into the hour. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure had something to do with like Nielsen ratings or something. That had- something. Maybe they wanted their shows to run over by five minutes to keep people from turning to other channels. Maybe. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I, I, who knows? Just speculating. I don't know. But I'm sure there was something very specific behind it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it yeah. Absolutely. Originally came up. Yeah. But yeah, so lots of lots of big news out there. Um Let's move into, uh, I guess, we're, let's run down Backlash, because that would be as far as on the docket of what happened. Let's let's, let's say what happened on Backlash. Well, a, well, let's start. We had a tag title change on SmackDown. Oh, oh duh, duh, duh. I keep, I'm thinking of that as part of Backlash, because no. it was all in there, but it wasn't. No. Uh, yes, you're right. Uh, we did have a women's tag team title match on SmackDown, Natalia and Tamina versus um, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax and... Natalia and Tamina win new champs, new champs. I think, the, I think this came about because of the crowd response to them at WrestleMania. I think that's, that's what led to this. That's what I've read, and I, I tend to agree because at WrestleMania, Tamina was over like Rover, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People were really behind her, and she's gotten this push post Mania. Uh, and yeah, I, I I don't hate it. It's it's something different and it's it's fresh. I was surprised and pleased. Naya took the fall. Yes, on this night. On this <laughs> night, right? <laughs> yeah, um, I'll take it. Give me my one night, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, for tonight. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know, uh, but yeah. So uh, congratulations to Natty and Tamina. Uh, of course, this the first title Tamina has held. Yep. In WWE, and she's been with the company for what, like, twelve years? Uh, maybe ten something. I don't. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, she's been in for a while. And yeah, um, so congratulations to her. I think it's great. I'm. Uh, do you think this is 
transitional champion or you think they're going to keep it on him for a while? Um, honestly, I thought they were going to lose it on raw. Um, <laughs> and, and they didn't. Um, so I, you know, I don't, I don't know since they didn't lose it on raw, I'm beginning to think maybe they're just, they don't have plans to take it off of them right now. Doesn't mean that, you know, Vince won't change his mind at, at seven 30 on Monday that's, night. That's true because I mean, honestly, I doubt they have any, thought out plans for these titles in this program in the first place. Um, yeah. But <laughs> that's another thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, congratulations to Nadia and Tamina. That was awesome. Um, and uh, I guess, right, we go, I guess, uh, yeah, I won this week. You did. I you did. did. Win. Yeah. Because the one match <laughs> that yeah. actually had a split, I got right. So, yeah. um, but let's get into backlash here. Of course, uh, uh, had a kickoff match between Sheamus and Ricochet. Um, and uh, Sheamus defeated Ricochet by pinfall. This is pretty decent. Pretty good kickoff yeah, match. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, of course, we couldn't predict it because we didn't know it was happening. And right. even when they announced it, it was an open challenge. So we didn't know what the match was. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. And uh, I, th- I thought it was a really solid match. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about it later. But loving the the, the Sheamus open challenge kind of thing mm-hmm. going on. I'm thinking it's really good. Uh, of course, the uh, pay-per-view proper kicked off with the Raw Women's Championship uh, with Rhea Ripley defending against Asuka and Charlotte. And uh, this was excellent. I thought this it was, was great. This was really, really good. Uh, I tell you what, Asuka looked the strongest in this match. You think I so? Think, I think they. I think she was portrayed as basically the heavy in this match, that she was pretty much always on fire when she was on the offensive and seemed to be in control 90% of the time when she was in the ring. She took the fall though. Again, again. Yeah. She did take the fall. I, yeah, that is true. But as I, I think just with the way the in ring performance, she came off as the star. Mm -hmm. I think in in this match, I'll tell you what I liked. I mean, I liked, pretty much most everything about the match. I, I do wish Oscar hadn't taken the fall, but other than that, I, I liked everything about the match, but what I noticed and especially liked, this wasn't a match where people were kicking out of each other's finishers and breaking each other's finishing submission holds. It was them trying to avoid and succeeding in avoiding mm-hmm. each other's finishers. That's how it should be almost all the time. Yes. Um, this was excellent. It was put together very, very well um, and is, is in the running for my match of the night. Ah, yeah, I right. really liked it. Uh, but yeah, no, of course, Rhea Ripley retained. Uh, she eventually did uh, get the riptide and the pin on Asuka at the end. Um, let's see here. Next, we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. We had, of course, the Dirty Dogs, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler defending against Ray and Dominic Mysterio. And of course, we both predicted Ray and Dominic to win, of course, didn't know what was going to happen there at first because they had the angle with Dominic getting attacked in the back. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, who's slotting in? It's like, I haven't heard of anybody making a return. Nobody really makes sense to come in as Ray's partner. Part of me for a half a second, I was like, did they bring back Kane Velasquez? Oh, God. Is going to be this right here. But no, they just played the injured person coming back to the match for the heightened drama later. And of course, they won 
father-son duo tag team champions first time ever if i'm i'm pretty yeah. sure i don't think that's yeah. ever happened before um and just heartwarming and uh, a feel-good moment yeah yeah it, it was good and like we like we said last week it's not like Ziggler and Rude were doing anything notable as champions, so yeah, why not make something noteworthy out of it? Agreed, agreed. Um, and I mean, the match was it was a good match. Was yeah, nothing it was wrong fine. with the match. It was no. fine. Um, next, <laughs> oh, we got some stuff to talk about. Damian Priest taking on the Miz in a lumberjack match. And uh, much like the confusion from the announce team when they were trying to figure out uh, Batista's tweet <laughs> about I can't be there, but a few of Some my of friends, my friends. Are, show- are friends are yeah. showing up. Of course, he's in the new uh, Snyder Army of the Dead movie, um, which bombed at the box office, by the way. Um, well, it was only in a handful of theaters. So. That's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, zombies were the lumberjacks zombie zombies yeah okay they, the they top, were they were almost a jill sandwich yes great reference by the way um here <laughs> i have this <laughs> um you the master of okay we can go into resident evil quotes all day but anyway. you never played the original resident evil i i i just i pity you i'm so yes. sorry one of the greatest games ever um but some things off the top i want to say makeup was spectacular I will say yeah, yeah. If the look of the zombies was great. Cool mm-hmm. from a production standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was really neat that Scotty Tuhati was one of them. <laughs> I thought that was pretty Oh, I, I missed that. Yeah, he was one of the zombies. Um, oh, okay. Uh, and I mean, and several, you know, uh, lesser known like NXT people and backstage people kind of all comprised the zombies, which was kind Velveteen of Velveteen cool. Dream's career. <laughs> it was in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, at this point, Asuka's status. Yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah, so zombies. And I mean they this wasn't it wasn't like a joke. Like, oh, these are wrestlers they were playing it like these were real zombies. <laughs> which had some fun moments. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, it is an entertainment thing, but <laughs> To introduce something like this out of nowhere is the problem. Because like I say, it, Impact, TNA, whatever you want to call it, the whole Rosemary gimmick, the supernatural powers that they use special effects in, and there's zombie brides, and they go to the demon world and all that stuff. I love that stuff. But it also has setup. It has a story. It's not just out of left field. I mean, Alexa and Bray. Alexa and Bray. It's built to. There's... There's reason behind it. This is purely because they were tying in to a movie promotion Mm -hmm. that a former WWE star is in. (laughs) Yeah. And I, as far as for the business and the product itself, I think this is a huge miss. I think this was terrible. Yeah, probably. But it's also so meaningless that it's not going to I mean, nobody's going to care about this in a month. Right. Yeah. Um, People aren't going to be talking about it. They're going to forget it, just like they did, you know, the no contest at a hell in a cell. And nobody's talking about that anymore, except I just did. But 
Aha! It's my job. <laughs> um, it's the job I gave myself, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't good, but also, eh, who cares? True. Again, I just thought it was a bad decision. Yeah. In the long, well, in the long run, again, probably doesn't matter, but just, uh, I don't think it was well thought out. <laughs> M- M- Miz is dead, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, and again, this is kind of notable because for the first time ever, in his career, legitimate injury is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and he's going to be off TV for a little while. Yeah. Um, but, so, but look, if, if the zombies weren't eating Miz, what were they doing to him? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. So Miz is dead, I guess. I guess he's dead. <laughs> he's been eaten and he will never return. And when he comes back, he's got to be a zombie, right? Yes. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if he comes back with Alexa? <laughs> if he, oh, okay. That will salvage this entire thing. <laughs> if he comes back and is played up like he's a zombie and they run with it for a good three or four months, <laughs> I'm sold. It's yeah. the biggest genius move ever in WWE. If that's what happens. Yeah. Um, He'd still well, make it to the ring faster than uh, Giant Gonzalez ever did. Yeah, or Undertaker. <laughs> or Undertaker, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that happened. <laughs> uh, now, Damian Priest, of course, obviously won the match. Yeah. Um, but uh, match itself, again, kind of distracted by the zombies. So, I mean. Yeah. I mean, not the guy's fault. No, 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 no. It's not a criticism on them, but you know, it was a match with a bunch of zombies in it. So, you know, yeah, I, mean, I love Miz. His in-ring work is usually impeccable. Damian Priest has been doing phenomenal things in the ring as of late. So I, again, I don't blame them at all. No. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, up next, the SmackDown women's championship, Bianca Belair uh, defending against Bailey. And uh, I was really looking forward to this one, and I was not disappointed. No, it was good. This match was good. Um, I like the finish. Yes, the finish was uh, was very very nice. I like the uh, the the use of the hair. Yeah, because Bailey is the one who wrapped it around to begin with, mm-hmm. and so you know why not take advantage of that, get a quick pin. So yeah. I liked, you know, it wasn't a predictable KOD finisher. Um, it was something a little different. Um, and smart. It was smart. Smart. Yep. Yep. And it's keeping it going. They have to keep it going because, as we yes. said, they only have like four people yeah. in the division. So they have uh, to keep this going probably through next year's WrestleMania. More than likely. More than likely. <laughs> um, yeah. So this keeps it going and uh, it, it keeps them in the spotlight. So I'm for it. Yeah. But uh, excellent match. Loved it. Uh, of course, Bianca retaining against Bailey. Um, next, the uh, the match that we didn't call the same, the WWE Championship match, Lashley defending against Drew McIntyre and Strowman. Uh, of course, you called Strowman, mm-hmm. and I called Lashley to retain, and I was like, we could still both be wrong yeah. and, uh, and, and and have a tie if, if McIntyre won, but uh, he did not. <laughs> he did not. Uh, Lashley ends up retaining, so it means I am the champion. You, you are. You are. <laughs> I just thought, you know, they've got to, based on what I saw on the previous Raw, it it made me think that they realized how badly they were doing Braun and needed to salvage him. I thought maybe he would win and have a quick title reign. Yeah. Just, just to establish him. Because now he lost again. He took the fall. Yes. Again. And so he's just not a threat anymore. He's a, he's a, he talks a lot of smack 
and doesn't back it up when it's a big match. They've turned him into the big show. Yeah. Yeah. This big show should be uh, like when at his heyday should have been like the most intimidating guy you had to get in the ring with, but he wasn't because they didn't use him. Right. And I mean, the constant, you know, face heel turns didn't help, right. but, um, but yeah, you just never took him as a serious threat in a title match. No, and it should that, take more than a spear to keep Braun Strowman down. Yes. From anybody, anybody. Um, but yeah, Lashley does retain, um, which again, I wasn't upset about. I, I wanted Lashley to retain. Now the match itself outside the finish was a good match for these three I, big guys. I think so too. It's also in the running from a match. Of the yeah, this is, this is, this was a well put out, put together match. I love the pacing. I love the spots. It was great. Again, the finishes, uh, the biggest problem as far as who took the pin, I think Matt McIntyre yeah. should have been the one to take the pin here. I don't think it would have hurt him at all. They've pushed yeah. him through the stratosphere. Right. Um, but, and, and the finish too. He ducks a clothesline. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's the same every time. Duck the clothesline, hit the kick. Yeah. Um, yeah. The kick, I, it always escapes my brain. The Claymore kick. The Claymore, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So, but yeah, no, great match otherwise. Great match otherwise. Um, but yeah, so, hmm. We shall see. And of course, uh, well, we're going to get into it and get into Ross. I'll save it. But um, uh, we finish out the night with the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defending against Cesaro. Cesaro's first chance at the at the big title, a big title. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this match I thought was good. I liked it. I thought it was excellent too. Yeah. Also, like this and the two triple threat matches were my favorite matches easily. Yes. Um, um, yeah. And they kept it every time I thought it was going to end, it kept going. Yes. And that was a credit to them to, to fool me. And I will say, times. there were a few times where I was like, Cesaro's going to do it. They're going to mm-hmm. put it on Cesaro. It's going to happen. Yeah. But then uh, you'd get right there and then they'd switch it on you. And it was like, oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, very well done. Cesaro still looks great, mm-hmm. even coming on this loss. It was, it's it still. He didn't tap. He didn't tap. It was more of a, the ref called it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, no, this, this was really, really good. I really dug this. And Does then this of course going, you think it keeps going. I, well, I think we're going to get a little bit of a diversion because I think we're going to have, uh, of course, Rollins and Cesaro are going to continue theirs because Rollins came out at the very end. Right. Yes. And attacked basically a prone Cesaro. Um, so they're definitely, we're getting a, kind of a blow off between them yeah gonna f- finish that out then I, I mean you've got the the usos thing going on mm-hmm. so they've, they've got that to resolve so i don't know if you kind of just have reigns with that or if he's going to have another opponent in the meantime mm-hmm. to get him to what i would assume be building towards something big at SummerSlam. A couple months out now so maybe now is when we start to see that kind of emerge is it going to be them bringing someone in some big name for SummerSlam? um especially since at that point we will have fans um good time for a lesnar return <laughs> people keep saying that i don't know i'm kind of wondering if he'll be back uh, yeah well that's true i, I kind of want him back because i want to i think they could do some really good storytelling and dynamic stuff because of Heyman mm-hmm. with Heyman being in the yep. middle 
and you've got the head of the table and you've got Brock. Yeah. Where do your loyalties lie? I mm-hmm. think that can be very interesting. For sure. Um, but again, who knows? I mean, Brock could be done. Yeah. He might just not want to do it anymore. I love Brock. I, oh, yeah. I never had an issue with Brock being around. Um, so I'd be happy to see him back, but I'm just not sure we'll see him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think overall, I, I loved the pay-per-view. I thought it was a good pay-per-view. I thought it was great. Yep. Uh, I thought it was. You think, uh, do you think we see Sasha this week? That's a good question because Sasha hasn't really been seen. Um, she she had that one little she fumed off backstage. Yeah, SmackDown after WrestleMania, and that's all we've seen. And that's all we've seen. So, hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I love the little interaction her and Alexa had on Twitter. I thought yes. that was great. Yes. Um, I don't think they're going to put Sasha on Raw and put that, no, nah, the two of them just having fun and and for people who still think they hate each other. Yeah, it's come like, come on. On. obviously they don't. They're joking around on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think now'd be the time. I think it's, it's right. You, you, you know, you kept off TV, which I thought was smart. Um, mm-hmm. Let that kind of cool off. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, Oh, here we go again. Just more of the same program that we mm-hmm. b- built into WrestleMania. Cause now you can maybe roll the triple threat card with them on that side. Now, right. With Bailey, Sasha and Bianca. Or maybe even throw Carmella in as well. And, you know, then you're using all the talent on SmackDown. (laughs) (laughs) And there's nothing left to go to after. That's right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Or, I mean, hey, crazy thought. Throw it out there. Use Shayna Baszler as a singles competitor. Yeah. And give me a Shayna and Bianca program. (laughs) We're supposed to be seeing Mia Yim at some point. Apparently. Apparently she's been slated to debut for two weeks on SmackDown and they yeah. haven't done it. So yeah. yeah, maybe that happens. Maybe we'll get that introduction. But I don't think she should be right in the title picture. So, you know, give her a, a program she can win. Yeah, something she can yeah. win. Uh, or even if you wanted to introduce her as kind of a companion to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, either as making the save for Bianca, like say Sasha and Bailey kind of both kind of heelish team up and beat up on Bianca. Mia Yim comes in and makes a save. Then you've got the NXT versus the WWE mm-hmm. former NXT. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, they're all former NXT. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that could be interesting. Who knows? Or she could come in and be against Carmella and have a program there. There's so many, they could do it so many ways. Yeah. Uh, and I just hope they, do, again, I hope they do it right. Yeah. But um, I don't yes. care what they do as long as it's good. Yes. It's, yes. Um, But yeah, no, good stuff from the pay-per-view and we'll see what happens on SmackDown this week. Um, Let's move into NXT. And of course, a couple big things to talk about uh, as far as a couple matches we want to highlight. And that's uh, Zoe Stark versus Tony Storm, of course, kind of kicked off the night and was great. It was excellent. What a match. And I like from a storytelling, storytelling standpoint, Tony Storm, Bell rings, no bones. I'm coming at you. It's a fight. I am tired of not having a singles win. I'm going to beat the trash out of you. And, and it felt like a fight. Yes. It felt like it a felt real personal. Fight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, it was simple. It was simple, straightforward storytelling. It was classic wrestling. That's what it was. We don't need all the fanciness all the time. This was just two people who don't like each other wanting to beat each other that's all it was and it was convincing and i loved every second of it 
Yeah, and again, shout out to Zoe Stark, who is so crisp in the ring. And She's what come out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, and and you've highlighted before, but if you don't know what I'm talking about, I mean, just everything she does has such technical precision mm-hmm. and looks so good and convincing. I love everything that she's doing. Yep. I think the way they've presented her is perfect. Of course, Tony Storm picking up her, her first singles win yep. <laughs> here. Um, so this was great. Uh, but Zoe Stark, again, in the loss, still looks phenomenal. Yeah. And there's going to be big, big things for Zoe Stark down the line, I feel. Being new, she can lose and not look bad because you just chalk it up to inexperience. Yeah. So if she's competitive with all these people that have been around for years and have all this prestige, all she, that's all she needs. Just be competitive with them. And yeah. she comes out looking great. So, yeah, I, I expect uh, I expect many a title for Zoe Stark in the future. Yes. That's what it looks like to me. Um, but uh, speaking of titles, the North American Championship was also on the line. And Bronson Reed attempting to wrestle that championship away from Johnny Gargano. And he did. In a cage, we kind of expected this to happen. It didn't look like it could go any other way. Although in a cage, they could have schmoz finished anything to keep the belt on Gargano. Mm-hmm. But again would just kind of destroy what you've built with Bronson Reed if you do that. Uh, so I think it was the right call. Put the title on him. Uh, the dude's a beast. Yeah. A couple of really cool spots in this match I loved. Uh, one was something kind of new that I really dug, and that was um, uh, Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano doing the kind of sandwich on the cage, one from the outside, one from the inside. Yeah. And, and Bronson in the middle, that was new. I thought that was very neat. I dug yep. that a lot. Um, yeah, but I, I thought the match was really good. Yeah, uh, I thought it was good and a big win for Bronson Reed, a big moment for him. And he I mean, he's been in the business for so long. And this is like, finally, after over a decade, he's got a breakout moment here. And this it was 12 years to the day of his first match debut with. Yeah, uh, with I guess his first wrestling match. Yes, period, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, was on that day 12 years ago. And that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Related to Johnny Gargano, um, we found out who sent the flowers. Yes, this uh, <laughs> we had a kind of a, a this was kind of the the long running vignette of the yeah. show. They kept coming back to it. It was the spa day for the women's tag team champions, and we had some Loomis thrown in there. So it looks like we're not done with the Loomis angle. Is what it no. kind of comes from. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cand- Candice framed him. Yeah, her card got declined, and then it's explained <laughs> that she bought these candies and roses that uh, Indy's like, oh, so, okay, so that means there's still a chance with me and Lewis. She wasn't even mad. She wasn't even mad at yeah, Candace. She's, 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 too, <laughs> she's too happy that there's now there's still a chance for Loomis. Um, but but here's, here's the thing. Her card was declined because of a purchase that hasn't been paid for. What's the point of a credit card? Yeah. <laughs> That's, well, okay. They don't want you to pay for the purchases. That's true. They want you to build up, to not pay and build up interest. So <laughs> it made they, no sense. 
they should have highlighted that it was her debit card. <laughs> yes. That yes. would have made more sense. That would have worked. Little things, little, little, little details, little details, <laughs> WWE. And um, unpaid. Do you know how often my credit card company will be coming after me for things I haven't paid for yet? <laughs> <laughs> I, we I bought, never I bought, a, <laughs> I bought a $1,500 comic book last year. <laughs> after I bought a $1,000 comic book. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. Another one. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so this, I mean, I'll, I'll say it's entertaining, but this was kind of a dud, <laughs> this whole thing. But I love watching them perform so much. I True. didn't even care. Like, They're fun. In, Indy is so fun. Yes. She's so into yes. what she's doing, and she's great with it. Um, yeah. She, what'd she do on Twitter this week? She did something. She was singing. Oh, <laughs> she put a video of herself singing something on Twitter. I don't remember what it was now, but it was funny. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, uh, also with the, the women's tag team championship, we uh, have a trope. that looks like they're going to fall into on NXT as well, because uh, they're interviewing um, uh, Gonzalez and um, Dakota, Dakota Kai backstage. And then they talk about how, yeah, they might be first in line to come after those titles now. And then, of course, we've got Ember and Shotzi saying, no, they're not done with it as well. But, yeah, again, it's, it's again, your main singles champion teaming up with someone to face tag team champions. Why do we have – why is this a WWE staple? I, I think here they don't have enough tag teams. Well, okay, but you have so many women and talented women mm-hmm. in this division. Why do we have to go here? Why can't this be – Mercedes Martinez and somebody, Tony mm-hmm. Storm and somebody, Zoe mm-hmm. Stark and somebody. Right. Yeah. Come on. Um, yeah. A returning EO Shirai and Saray teaming. Up. Yeah. Yeah. That would be incredible. Where's EO? Yeah. Although I want to see Saray and EO go at it. That's the match yes. I'm waiting for. Uh, for sure. For sure. But, um, yeah, speaking of Saray, another great match from her. God, can she throw a drop kick? Yes. 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 She's uh, excellent. She She's is amazing. Excellent. And that was like a flipping brain buster or something that she did that was just yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah. I just I was like, ow. <laughs> ow. Hope everyone's okay. But no, yeah. loving Saray. I think she's great. Can't wait uh, till they start putting her in some more high profile programs um mm-hmm. when the debut has worn off and we're actually throwing her into stuff also i just want to throw it out there because we were so high on it last week the hit row stable in ring and um squash yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a squash. <laughs> yeah over tony niece and aria davari yeah. yeah and it probably should be I've yeah never a, i've never been a tony niece fan i'm just gonna be real i think he's so bland um, great athlete, but again, they all are. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got nothing. I've seen very little from him to offer beyond being a great athlete. So um, good use for Tony Nese, Yes, in yes. my estimation. Uh, Hit Row is so, so charismatic. They just, they pop right off the screen. Uh, this is perfect. I love this. They need to keep this, keep the demeanor that they have. They need to play everything cool and casual and confident they're doing great now my my uh reservation with this and what i'm i'm hoping my fears are unfounded here 
uh, because they did get on the mic and uh, Swerve Scott was talking about the North American Championship. Yeah. I don't think Bronson Reed is a transitional champion. Right. And I definitely don't think you want to feed Scott to Bronson Reed right after forming the stable. Right. So I hope they haven't painted themselves in a corner here. Hopefully it's not something they would rush and maybe they're just giving him something to talk about, something to aspire to. Yeah. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll see. You're right. You're right on both counts. Um, That, that match shouldn't be happening right now. Yeah. Like I want the match later and I want Scott to be the champion. Yeah. We can do it later in the year, towards the end of the year or something. But I, I I want them to let Bronson Reed have a run. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe the story will be Isaiah sort of Scott, like earning his way to, getting that shot over the next six months or so yeah yeah that would be good i mean he didn't even wrestle in this match yeah <laughs> yeah he so. was, yeah um but uh and a, like a double world strongest slam in this match it looked yeah. pretty impressive good lord yeah. yep um yeah love and hit row love and hit row yeah but uh let's move over to aew um just a few things to, to we really covered most of the big news uh at the top of the show uh but match wise serena deeb red velvet excellent i like this uh, serena was almost heelish here wasn't she yeah just a little bit so i feel because I, I mean they are playing red velvet as the face and has been in most of her programs so i guess it kind of makes sense uh she, she was pushing. really aggressive like she yeah when the bell rang she was right at it um, I like the finish where she had the the submission and she and Red Velvet wouldn't tap out, and so Serena releases the submission, slams her knee against the mat several times, reapplies it, and then gets the tap out. I like yeah. that. That was again smart. It was very yeah. smart. It was something you don't see all the time. So and I, realistic, smart and realistic. Yeah. Yep. So really, really dug that. Um, yeah, match was great. Um, I I love that Serena Deeb is a champion and. Mm-hmm. And doing great things, um, well deserving. Yeah. Uh, other big things that happened on Dynamite, little setups. Of course, we have some official na- match announcements now. Uh, some more for All or Nothing, uh, which is the tag team championships. We know who the the Bucks are going to be fighting, and that is Moxley and um, Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. So they earned their title shot. Which uh, interesting note here: Dax Harwood on Twitter tweeted that uh you know ever since we dropped the belts to the execs we haven't had another shot at it if mox and uh kingston get a shot i'm quitting the business um (laughs) and so his response after they won he just went on twitter and said i quit (laughs) so who knows if that's official Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so we have that match uh we also have um officially miro defending the tnt championship against the murder hawk um whose name i never can remember lance archer lance archer i just always call him the uh the murder hawk wait it's vance or lance 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 Archer, yes. Lance Archer, Lance yeah. Archer, okay. Um, I, I, I mean, his birth certificate might say Murder Hawk. I don't know that it doesn't. That's true. Who knows? Yeah, but that that that's gonna that's two big dudes that yeah. are gonna just tear it up. I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we get Sting's actual in ring return to wrestling at All or Nothing. He and Darby Allen teaming up to take on Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. I think that'll be very interesting. Um, they announced some more names for 
the um the, their battle royal thing that they do the that I can't think of the name of right oh, now. Oh yeah, I can't think of it either. But oh uh, just the casino battle royal. Yes. I think is what it is. So and we'll have the wild card, which is usually gonna be a surprise name. Wait, do they call it a casino royale? Because if they don't, they should. I think they just call it a casino battle royal. <laughs> Missed opportunity. True, it's true. That could be copyrighted though by uh you know the James Bond people. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh but yeah, so big speculation is who will be the wild card this year. It usually is a surprise and a fairly decent name. Um everybody's been kicking around Daniel Bryan, of course. That name is out in out in the open. Mm-hmm. Um it's a velveteen dream. The, it could be <laughs> well probably not he'll still be under the 90 day oh right that's the reason <laughs> yes that's the reason they yeah yeah that's why um i tell you what because a lot of people said daniel bryan andrade el idolo could be another one mm-hmm. um and it is official he will be taking on kenny omega for the triple a yeah. championship at uh, we knew that was coming they, they yeah. tried to play it like oh maybe he'll accept maybe he won't yeah i mean but on. yeah that's official we knew it was happening yeah but my off the wall prediction my returning realistic prediction even though it has <laughs> nothing to do with rhea ripley uh i think we might get a female in this battle royal and it would be a female who has beaten men for titles many times before. I think this could be a debut chance for Tessa Blanchard. Oh, could be. Uh, a lot of talk of where, where she's going to land. And now that mm-hmm. travel restrictions are starting to ease up a little bit and all these mandates, because that's kind of what's kept her away. Mm-hmm. This could be a chance if they have gone, if they have signed her and they have gone with it. This would be a good debut. I think yep. that would be a. Ama- I think it would bring the house down. It would be a crazy debut. No one would see it coming except for people me. would be talking about it. Yeah, yep. everybody be talking. Doesn't necessarily have to win, obviously, um, but it would be a huge water cooler moment. Yeah, basically, it would. Um, but I mean, I still want her to come to WWE because there's some matchups I would love to see there um, in NXT and on the main roster. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so anyway, that's kind of all the big AEW stuff that went down. Uh, there's other stuff on the show. Sheeta had a match, which was pretty good. More set up with her and Britt Baker. Yeah. Um, Sheeta and Reba, not and Rebel. Reba. Reba, not <laughs> Rebel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so other than we, that, we, we won't have much AEW next week. That's other true. than the pay-per-view preview because Dynamite is Friday next week. Yeah, so we won't have it before the show, but then the week after we'll have lots of AEW. To talk about. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. But we uh, will do the, the pay-per-view preview next week. Yes, we definitely will. Um, so tune in for that. But let's move on to Stardom. What All news right. of more delays do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, they've been making it hard on me with delays. They had three shows this weekend and they didn't Ooh. even start posting the first one until Monday. Mm. So I've been trying to catch up. You know, I don't like to watch stuff on my phone, Tim. I have an awesome TV. I like to watch stuff on my TV, but I was at the gym today on my phone watching stardom, trying to catch up before we recorded this show. Um, so they've been making it hard. I've watched everything they posted. They have not finished posting the third show yet, but 
what's happened so far. We've got the Future of Stardom Championship, which I mentioned last week, vacated. Saya is out with an injury. So they've started a tournament there. We had two matches in that so far, at least that I've seen. Uh, I don't think they're running on the third show because they've usually been they've been starting the shows with those matches and they didn't start the third show with one. So I don't think so. Um, we saw uh, Mina Shirakawa advance in this tournament uh, with a win over Ruaka. So good news for Cosmic Angels there. And then Lady C falls to Anagi Sayaka, also from Cosmic Angels. So um, Cosmic Angels, the, the, the two that aren't Tom Nakano, starting to get more wins here and starting to look a little stronger. And I'm all for that because I love the Cosmic Angels. So uh, I don't know what the schedule for the rest of that tournament is. I'm just kind of seeing these matches as they pop up. So I don't even know what the brackets are. When they release brackets, they release them in image files, like JPEGs, and they're in Japanese. So I can't read them. (laughs) And you can't highlight and translate them. And I can't translate them. Yeah, so I don't know what the brackets are. Um, So, yeah. But that's not the only tournament going on. We've got the Cinderella tournament still going on. We finally had the second round. Third round was postponed from May 29th. Now that is scheduled for June 12th. So Saturday, June 12th, the semifinals and the finals, I guess, are going to happen. Um, I'll be done teaching summer school. I'll finish that on June 11th. So, hey, I hope it happens. It'd be an awesome celebration for me. There you go. Um, yeah. So let's hope that happens. And if they put it on pay-per-view, I'll buy it. I'm just saying, are you listening? Um, so if you do that, but we, we've got some, uh, we've got a final four. We've got a final four. Um, Micah from Donna Del Mondo. Mm-hmm. Um, Himeka from Donna Del Mondo. Okay. Um, Saya Kamite from, okay. uh, from Queen's Quest. And we had Shuri, the big favorite for the whole tournament, loses to Inagi Sayaka from Cosmic Angels, who is now in the semifinals. I popped. I loved it. Nothing against Shuri. But again, Unagi had a seven-match trial, and she lost all seven matches. Yeah. And now she beats the heavy favorite, and, and she's in the semifinals. And I love it. I hope she wins. Taya Micah had her, her quarterfinal match with Julia. Scary moment there. Uh, they're both in Donna Del Mondo, and so they're teammates, and they're battling in this tournament. And uh, Micah is kind of on the, the apron and climbs up on the corner so that she's she's not facing inside the ring or outside the ring. She's kind of looking out at the crowd, standing okay. on the, like the second rope. And she pulls Julia up uh, into a superplex, and she's basically on the top rope at this point and then slips and she catches herself, but Julia drops and her head hits the post. Oh. And so Julia drops to the apron. Micah has no sympathy and gives her a kick, which knocks her to the floor and eliminates her because it's over the top rope. Um, And then suddenly Julia pops up and just goes, Hey, and points at herself and there's blood pouring down her face and she's just like hey look at what you did to me (laughs) julia is like the toughest human being i've ever seen and she got five stitches um and then came back the next night and she and shuri defended their tag titles against uh mayu and and starlight successfully 
And um, sure, he was like, I wasn't sure you were going to be here. <laughs> um, it was scary. It could have been bad. It could, I mean, it, it, it was bad, but it could have been so much worse. It was scary. Um, but she just popped up and was like, hey, <laughs> just what's up with this? <laughs> yeah, just pointed at her face and had blood pouring down her face. Um, yeah, so speaking of the Cosmic Angels, everything's coming up Unagi. Um, Cosmic Angels successfully defended the Artists of Stardom Championships for the fifth time, breaking that record. Um, mm-hmm. They did that against Donna Del Mondo. It was a time limit draw. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> they couldn't give them a win to celebrate it. It had to be a draw, but whatever. Um, so Cosmic Angels, just uh, everything's going well for them right now. And I, I love it. I ho- I don't think Unagi's going to win the Cinderella tournament, but I would love it if she did. I think one of the two Donna Del Mondo girls is going to win it, either Mike or Jamaica. Um, but we'll see. I, would, I thought Unagi was going to be out in the first round. So, um, you know, if they run with her, that would be awesome. Reminder, Saturday night in the States, Hanukkah tribute show yes. uh, on Fight TV. I'm going to be watching live 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 11 a.m. in Japan. So uh, $15. So, you know, if you just want to support that, support her friends who will be there wrestling and and remembering her, um, uh, I think that would be a great thing. Yes, definitely. Um, it's been thank a year you for... on Sunday, year on Sunday. So, yeah, good way to remember it. Yeah. Um, with the tribute show. Thank you for the stardom update, Steve. Lots of awesome stuff going on there. Uh, let's move into Raw as we round out the show. And again, we alluded to it earlier. Seamus has this nice rotating program with uh, several superstars involving his open challenge uh, with Humberto, Mansoor, and Ricochet. And I love it. I think it's great. I like the open challenge stuff um and we're getting some good matches out of it we're seeing some people we don't normally see in a high profile mansoor though like he popped up and had the one match and lost for the first time and then they haven't done anything with him yeah he, he was back on main event this week and so now the the commentators uh kevin patrick are like he showed up on Raw and he had a loss and now he's got to try to figure his way back. And like, they have to like jump through all these hoops to talk around it. Like, well, it was just a disqualification. So he's never been pinned and never submitted. And like, why, why did they do this? It was the thing he had. That was the thing he had. I'll tell you also what I don't like in, in the way that you're describing it. Cause I, I, unfortunately I don't get to watch main event each week. It's just one of the things I just don't have time for. Yeah. Um, but the way you're talking about how the commentators did this, it almost seems like, and I, I really don't like this, that they're, they're portraying main event as less than. In what, in what, I mean, I'm not disagreeing, but like what specifically are you referring like to? Like how you said, he's got to work his way back. Like, oh, you're on main event again. You're obviously at the bottom rung. Oh. And uh, now you got to work I, your way I, back I, to the main show. I, I think, I don't think that's what, they, I think they meant like to his winning ways. Okay. I think it's kind okay. of what they were getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he did win on main, he, he beat uh, Cedric ah. um, on main event. Um, Cedric. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Cedric was yelling at him too, saying, You're not ready yet. I'm like, this isn't doing mensor any. So favors. Cedric's new shtick is to yell at people about they, they can't hang or do whatever and then take a loss. And then they beat him. Yeah. And then yeah, that's yeah. just ridiculous. <laughs> um 
but I guess if he gets it over, he gets it over. Yeah. But uh, where's Humberto too? Like suddenly yeah. that's just been dropped with Seamus. So I like the open challenge stuff, but let's not bring someone up and highlight them for a week or two and then not mention them anymore. Yeah. Of course we had Ricochet stealing Seamus's hat and jacket and looked ridiculous <laughs> and the most ridiculous impression ever. I was just so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, don't try. Just no, don't, yeah. don't mm. try fella. Mm. <laughs> um, Leave it to those of us who don't know what we're doing. Um, but yeah, so I like the open challenge. I It seems a little convoluted again where why no more Mentor? Why no more Humberto? Yeah. Uh, now that Ricochet, once we get through that, are we going to go back to one of the others? Is it going to be somebody new? Of course, Humberto could be hurt. That's true. Because he did have what looked like a legitimate injury. Yeah. He said he was okay, but, you know, define okay. Okay, like, meaning I'm not going to be spending extensive time in the hospital. Could be like, okay, I'm not going to be out for six months, but you're not going to see me for a month. Right. Maybe that's what it means. Who yeah. knows? Um, Do you think maybe Seamus is the one Lily has her eye on? She said she was looking, she, she likes red. Well, that's true. And he is a jar of mayonnaise with a big old ketchup head. So yeah. uh, it is possible. <laughs> I'm sure Seamus hates that reference <laughs> and that comparison. <laughs> You're the only one who's made it. <laughs> I've never heard that. They've called him a jar of mayo on TV. With ketchup head? Oh, no, ketchup head's mine. That's, okay, that, yeah. That's me. <laughs> no, that's all me. That's all yeah. me. I was extrapolating on the condiment. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, uh, quote, I guess. I don't know. Or whatever. Connotation. Uh Let's move on. Oscar. <laughs> uh, what, well, Lily? Let's oh, well, yeah, Lily. no, Lily. Yeah, Lily seemingly changing direction here. Uh, we think. <laughs> we, yeah. We, of course, we're speculating as to where we think her direction has been. And then it's like, okay, well, that just all went out the window because now she's getting the laugh played during the uh, uh, the tag team match. Yeah, the tag title stuff. And originally she popped up in the background of Charlotte and Sonia. Yeah, so it's like, okay, where are we going? What's what's happening here? Again, we're now, we're getting past the point of, okay, you need to do something with this because you're now stretching it too far. We See, need... I'm, I'm okay with the, with the stretching. We, I, I need some, so it doesn't have to be the whole shebangabang. I need a little bit of more clear direction and a little bit more of a payoff right now. Mm-hmm. because this to me has really started since the whole Bray Wyatt stuff mm-hmm. is when she started to make this change in character, but we've had no payoff to that change. And when you, when I look at it like that, it's like, we're talking six months. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's time. We need just something. It looked like, like something was going to happen when she was wrestling Oscar. It looked like she was going to be in a title program. Yeah, so it's like, come on, give me, give me something. Just it, yeah. again, doesn't have to be the full reveal. Just something, a clear direction as to maybe who she's going after. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seems like from week to week, that's changing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Now, again, I want to highlight and very upset at who took the pin in this match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once again, Shayna Baszler. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, it looks like they're. I mean, it's felt like they're breaking up at some point. So now that they don't have the titles and they don't, they didn't win them back. It's probably time. And I mean, you can play it, you know, Nia was out trying to check on Reginald and that's why 
Shayna got beat and took the pin. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of legitimate ways for you to split them up at this point. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get uh, Shayna back into a singles. I mean, even Nia. Nia can be yeah. a, a competent singles uh, competitor and a, a big obstacle to overcome. So let's make Shayna that killer again. Yes. Let's get Shayna back to those ways. Of course, we're all going to be wrong, and Shayna's going to be who Lily has her eye on, and she's just going to get decimated. <laughs> Again, that would, that would be yeah. Oh God, I hope not. Yeah, terrible. It'd be absolutely terrible. Um. Anyway, so yeah. Uh. But uh, keeping with the women, Oscar took on Charlotte. Charlotte's stipulation is that if she beat Oscar, she'd get a one-on-one with Ripley. Um. Oscar didn't have the same stipulation, but they did kind of speculate that this would put her back in that running. Um, and again, because who else is there no. uh, on your depth chart? Oscar, um, of course, one hundred percent deserving of it, though. Let's let's get oh, that yes. clear. Oscar um, ends up winning, uh, beating Charlotte via a little help. Yeah, always, right? Yeah, always can't be a clean win. No, Charlotte no. can't take a clean pin, even though she's the heel. Oscar's the face. Oscar's never beaten Charlotte without help. Yeah. So it's like so it, it clearly positions her as not being on Charlotte's level and not being on Rhea's level. Mm-hmm. So not liking that. And uh, you, I don't know if it was last week or whenever, but you saw Dave Batista, of course, agreeing with you. Yeah, it's like you're jobbing out Oscar. What WTF, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Something else that I'm a little tired of because it happens all the time is you have a triple threat match for a title. And then the one who doesn't take the pin is like, I wasn't beaten. And yeah. then they, they get a type. Like, it's happening twice here. Yes. Charlotte was doing it and Drew was doing it. Just like last week on AEW, they did the uh, if you lose, you have to split up thing twice on the same yes. show. Yeah. And now they're doing this twice on the same show. And this is something that happens too often anyway. Yeah. It's just lazy. Every time there's a freaking triple threat, this happens. This is yeah. not, yeah. this is not an every once in a while, this is like 99.9% of the time you're going to get this angle out of a triple threat. Yeah. And I'm, I'm ready for someone besides Drew. It feels like Drew is just going to keep getting title shots until he eventually wins it. I, like, I wish we could get back to the, the thing. Like if you're in a title match and you're a loser, regardless of singles, triple threat, whatever, if you are on the losing side, you go to the back of the line. Yeah. You got to work your way back to it. You don't get, uh, and I thought we were kind of getting to that when they were like, and I, and I get, and it's really, it's kind of out the window, no automatic rematch clauses. Yeah. yeah there's no clause, but it still long. happens every time you just yeah. don't call it a rematch clause. Right. Um, but yeah, so hate that with triple threats. I agree. It needs to stop. It needs yeah. to be changed. Um, but again, when we talk about the assisted wins, uh, we had Kofi taking on Lashley, uh, which I really liked that we got this set up in this match. I thought this was great. Kofi pulling double duty as well. Yep. And he ends up beating Lashley in quotation marks once again because of shenanigans and basically the assist from Drew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not that I, I don't know that Kofi beating Lashley clean would be the right call here. This is where maybe right. this needed to happen. Yeah. Uh, I love Kofi and Kofi mania. I was all for, yep. but 
that it would be devastating to Lashley right now. It would. And, you know, in that sense, it would be a match that shouldn't happen. My thought was, would Drew have done that if this had been a title match? Hmm. That's interesting. Of course, then again, it's like, does Drew in and kayfabe in his mind, is he thinking, I have to take the belt from Lashley or well, I might have an easier chance against Kofi. Yeah. I, I feel like he wants to take it from Lashley, but I don't know that. That's just the, the yeah. feeling I'm getting from it. But, you know, they haven't said that. Um, but I did have that thought. If this had been a title match, would the character of Drew McIntyre done that to help Kofi win? I'm not so sure. Hmm. It is interesting to think about. It is yeah. very, very interesting to think about. Does this put Kofi in the title picture? I think so. And and I, I like it. It's a, a way to diversify what's going on in that world title picture. So it's not just Drew and Lashley again. <laughs> Maybe we'll have another triple threat. This time with Kofi <laughs> instead of Braun. Yeah. Kofi loses and Drew's like, I wasn't beaten. Yeah. <laughs> and we stretch it all the way to SummerSlam. Right. Of oh. next year. <laughs> of 2022. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... I think this does put Kofi in that conversation and he's got, he's got to be in some sense or they wouldn't have done the match. Yeah. It wouldn't make, why make him pull double duty? If you weren't going somewhere with this, Mm -hmm. you have several people in the back, (laughs) even though he was let go. Bo Dallas was probably still back there. Uh, He could (laughs) have (laughs) slotted. Oh, now you need me (laughs) now. Now (laughs) Bono's. Um, it's a reference to not even Bo Dallas. Um, <laughs> Bo Jackson, baby. Uh, dating myself there. <laughs> you don't even know yes. what I'm talking about. Well, no no one else will date you. <laughs> Guarantee you our friend Nathan knows Bo Jackson, baby. I know he does. Oh, you just you just you just glossed over my awesome line there. Fine. I didn't even I all I heard was nothing nothing. <laughs> I, I said I said no one else will date you. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said no one else will get it. No. Uh <laughs> I see. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to disagree. Um, but uh, that's our show. <laughs> that's our show. Uh, anything else uh, this week that happened uh, that you want to make note of? Uh, no, I'm. I'm good. We need to. We'll do our little thing here, right? Yeah. So, what did you love? I loved in the open challenge on Sunday at the pay per view. Ricochet answered it, and he wasn't in his gear. Ah, so that's a nice touch. I didn't even yeah. think about that. That hey, it's an open. Oh, he he just did an open challenge. Well, I better get out there. Yeah, get that because it's open. Who I don't want anybody to beat me. That was a, a nice little touch. Again, smart. it was. Yes, very very smart. Very small detail. It did kill it a little bit because he wore he wore the same thing on Monday. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> which didn't make as much sense. Um, but on Sunday, I loved it. <laughs> he wasn't expecting to compete so he didn't have any of his gear <laughs> right um but no i did like that little touch that is that is very nice um for me again i'm more the sentimental guy it, it has to be the the kind of eulogy from paul Heyman uh about new jack on talking smack if you get a chance check it out i found it quite moving um and yeah that was that was my favorite part of a bad news situation basically um but yeah that 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 does it for our show this week everybody um of course 
let us know. Give us some feedback. What do you like? What 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 don't you like? Uh, what do you feel about what's going on with the product now? Um, we want to know. Uh, we've got some more uh, special episodes in the works. Hope you're enjoying our retro review of SummerSlam 1993, which has been up since Tuesday. So check that out if you haven't. Uh, but we've got more stuff coming down the pipeline. But you can reach out to us uh, on Twitter at Plus WrestleCast. That's P-L-U-S WrestleCast. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Steven at Bizarro Doom. You can even find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling Podcast. And you can find us on all of your uh, favorite or preferred major podcasting platforms. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will talk to you next week right here on Positively Wrestling.